Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is November 26, and our reading comes from 1 Peter chapters 4 and 5. Before we jump in, hey, big happy birthday to me today. It's my birthday. I started to sing happy birthday, but that would be a bad experience for us all. So let's jump into the scripture. First Peter chapter four, beginning in verse eight, Peter says this, most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. You know, and I read that verse and I think about some of what the church has been through through the years. The church has been in the news and has gotten in trouble for covering sin, covering up abuse and enabling abusers to continue abusing. But here, Peter says, love covers sin. What exactly does he mean? Well, let me tell you what he doesn't mean. He doesn't mean that love requires us to cover a person's sin, or even illegal behavior and call it love. That's not what he's talking about. He's not saying that love covers abuse and empowers abusers, empowers the powerful to the detriment of the weak and the oppressed. He is not saying that at all. Here's what he is saying, is that when we love one another in our personal relationships, Love gives us a capacity to overlook some of our imperfection, and it's my love for a person despite their imperfection that actually begins producing change and leads them into a greater maturity. I've told y'all so much through the years about my relationship with Dr. Bennett, but when I met Dr. Bennett in 1997 and my life was kind of falling apart, it was his love for me in spite of my imperfection and brokenness that really healed my heart and began inspiring and motivating me and even training me to move towards Jesus, and it transformed my life. And the truth is, all of us are less than perfect. All of us are imperfect relationally. All of us fail to love at times. All of us do things that hurt each other or get on each other's nerves, but love covers our imperfection and actually produces a deeper change in our hearts. So that's what Peter is is describing here. Probably the easiest way to see this is in parenting and in marriage and, and in a close relationship. It's your love. And this certainly should be true in the body of Christ. It's our love in the face of our imperfection that actually produces transformation and healing in our hearts. But that love never requires us to cover uh, sin and abuse and illegal behavior. It doesn't mean that at all. Then look what he says next. Verse 9, cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. Well, you know, this week's Thanksgiving. And one of the things that Tina and I have done through the years is when we are aware of some people who don't have a place to go for Thanksgiving, 
we invite them to our house to join our family. We usually have a, a, a big crowd of people, and this year it's going to be the same. We've got some people coming in this weekend that we've never met that are kind of new to our family that don't have a place to go. We've got a, a person from church that's probably coming that doesn't really have a place to go for Thanksgiving, and we want our home to be an open home and a place where those who don't have a family and a place to connect over the holidays can feel like that there's a place at the table for them. And that's what Peter's talking about. And when our home is an open and inviting place, man, it has a powerful impact, a healing effect, and a great demonstration of love to people around us. Verse 10, God has given each of you a gift and from his great variety of spiritual gifts. So use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as if God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Then do it with all your strength and energy that God supplies. Do everything you do to bring glory to God through Jesus Christ, all glory and power to him forever and ever. So all the spiritual gifts, and we've talked about this before, but all the spiritual gifts given to us by God, remember they're a grace gift. We don't earn it. It's not because we're more spiritual or better than somebody else. It's all the gifts are a grace to us. And that grace is given for the benefit of others, for the building up of the body of Christ. And so Paul says, with that gift, man, exercise it and do it well. In fact, do it for the glory of God. So in everything we do, we want to live for the glory of God. In everything we do, we want to do it well so that when people see the way we live, it will point them to Jesus. Now let's skip over to chapter 5, beginning in verse 5. Peter says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourself under the mighty power of God at the right time. He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. One of the things I love about this verse is that Peter says, humble yourself. In other words, we can make a choice. We can make a choice to embrace humility, the recognition that all that I have is a gift from God, that anything I'm good at it and successful or talented, even that's a grace to me, a gift to me. And I want to live with this recognition, I need God, I want to live with a measure of, of humility. I want to recognize that in my marriage, man, I need God not just 26 years ago. I need God today. And with parenting, I need God. Every parent says amen, right? And as a pastor and a leader, I need God. And with my friends, I need God. I just, I recognize, in fact, the more I mature and the older I get, the more aware I am of how I need God. I need His presence. I need His leading. I need His wisdom. I need His strength. I need His help. Really, in every area of my life, man, I don't want to do this on my own independently of Him. I need His help. And Peter says, so humble ourselves. Let's humble ourselves. And Peter understands this personally, right? I mean, when you look at the Gospels, Peter uh, appears to be kind of arrogant and a little outspoken, a little mouthy, right? And now, after denying Jesus three times, he's gotten some humility. See, often humility comes on the backside of humiliation. 
And that was certainly true for Peter. But what I love here is that Peter's saying, listen, humble yourself before you end up humiliated, right? Until before God has to do it, let's make a choice to do it ourselves. Let's make a a choice to confess our dependency and and admit, God, we need your help. And when we humble ourselves, what Peter says is, God will exalt us in due time. See, when you have humility, as humility grows in your life, then Jesus can lift you up in honor because your life points people to Jesus. But if we're proud and God lifts us up in our pride, our life points people to us, right? So God wants to lift us up when our life points people to Jesus. And then I love this. God cares about you. Give all your worries, your anxieties to God. He care he cares about everything you're going through. Every difficult thing, right? In fact, with Thanksgiving, the holidays coming, maybe for some of you the holidays are 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 a terrible experience. Maybe because it reminds you of of your family that you've lost, or maybe you're alone, or or there's just a lot there's just a lot of pain for a lot of people around the holidays. And what Peter would say is, listen, God cares for you. And in verse eight, he says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour, to devour. Stand firm against him. Be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Listen, we're under attack, but we can stand firm in our faith and trust that the victory is ours in Jesus. We got to recognize we have an enemy who would love to isolate us and pick us off. That's why the family of God is so important. And we need to remind ourselves, we're not the only one going through this. People all over the world and throughout history are going through a similar situation. So come on, let's stand firm. Let's encourage and love each other. Let's strengthen each other. Let's stand together. The victory is ours through all that Jesus has accomplished for us. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this word. God, I am so grateful for the body of Christ and the love that I've received that has covered and healed and transformed my life. And God, we're so grateful for that. And I pray, Lord, that we would all love each other well, especially during these holiday, this holiday season. And God, I pray for all of us that you'd give us the ability to exercise the gifts that you've trusted us with for the building up of the body of Christ to strengthen and encourage people around us. I pray that all of us would humble ourselves, that we'd recognize we need God. In every area of our life, Lord, we need you. So God, help us to humble ourselves. And God, we trust you to exalt us in due time and, and in your way. God, we thank you that you care about us. Everything that we're going through, all of our pain and suffering and difficulty, God, you've walked in our shoes. You know what we're going through. And, and uh, so, Lord, we, we just are so grateful that you care, that you feel what we feel. You see us, and you're with us. We're not alone. And so, God, help us to humble ourselves and to trust you. And, God, we pray that you'd help us to win the battle that we're in to recognize we're under attack, but we can stand firm in our faith and stand together with the body of Christ and know, God, that the victory is ours, that Jesus, when you were on the cross, you prayed, it is finished. It is settled. 
we have won. And I say, God, help us to live into that victory today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again today. I hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.